Today's show is brought to you by the Columbiana Barbershop. Get your haircut by the great staff at the Columbiana Barbershop, located at 131 North Main Street, just south of Ace Hardware in Columbiana. Schedule online at www.columbianabarbershop.com or call 330-892-6022. That's columbianabarbershop.com. Book now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Columbia and Hot Talks. Today we're going to be talking with the committee from Ales for Tales. I've got Sean Zetner and Scott Ribneck from Ales for Tales and Marianne Green here from the Columbia Dog Park Committee who is the subcommittee for restoration and beautification of Firestone Park. Welcome everybody. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that most people are probably familiar with now is that we have been raising money for some time for the dog park inside of Firestone Park. And this event, Ales for Tales, is specifically for that. So one, I'm gonna ask, talk about Ales for Tales, and then what's the Columbia Beer Fest? Because it seems like we got two things going there. Well, what, what it is is we've created the Columbia Craft Beer Fest, which is an event we'll have every year. Uh, every year we'll be, putting the money's raised towards the park for something. Okay. Whether maybe next year it's the stadium. Maybe the year after that, it, maybe it's Funland. Um, so we, we plan on this event happening every year. This year, we're targeting the dog park. Um, mm -hmm. As you know, um, costs of things have gone up recently. Um, they're kind of their projection on how much they're gonna need for the dog park. I believe as one up also so we're, we're looking at filling that void all right um, so we hope to put them over the top with this event awesome and so let's I'm gonna go back so you're saying Clement beer fest right craft beer fest. craft beer fest is that group or organization is gonna put on an annual event is this the first event the first one first one yeah you can't call it the first annual because it's the first one right, right? <laughs> yeah it becomes annual when you do it the second time. that's right right <laughs> inaugural. yeah the inaugural event exactly yes. um so what so how did columbia craft beer fest come about what's, initially what started it is that i was really talking with josh dunn who is uh, in part with birdfish about raising some funds for dog for the dog park right and he said to me, why don't you and Scott get a committee together and make a craft beer. You'll make a ton of money for the dog fest. Right. And once he said that, I thought, well, this is something we could do annually. This is, you know, right now, everyone loves craft beer. Sure. So it's, it's, it was the time and the place, and we, we needed it for the dog park. But then we started thinking, next year, the dog park will be done. So again, we'd like to do this on an annual basis, so we'd... You know, that's why, as, as you can see with all our flyers, it's come in a craft beer fest, and then underneath our logo is, you know, Ales for Tails, because next right. year maybe it'll be whatever. Sure. And and then obviously, we're, as you mentioned, this is, the we're calling it the inaugural event now, and we're doing Ales for Tails. Correct. So, 
So the SPTLs, it just came about because, hey, we're doing the dog park and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we really, we, we got a group together um, and really uh, Nicole came up with the idea for the Ales for Tails and our logo, okay. which are, everyone loves it. And right. I do too. I think it's a great fit. Uh, Nicole does a good job. Yeah. So she kind of came up with that. She's really had to bow out now because she thought she would be in Hawaii during it, but uh, right for the wedding, so. And let's talk about the event coming up. So the event's coming up on? Uh, it's October 9th. It goes from 4 to 8. Uh, we have 12 breweries coming for the event. So we'll have well over 40 beers. We're asking each brewery to bring three to four beers. Um, where we have two bands coming. We have three food trucks. We have five or six vendors for the event. And it'll all be out at Town Center at Firestone Farms. Right, which anybody, if you've not been there, you're missing out on a really nice time because they're just the way they're able to put on an event with the courtyard and everything and shut down that road. It really does make it a nice uh, venue for these, especially events like this that are um, contained. Yeah, exactly. Good word, contained. And uh, you can, what's the word, you kind of have everybody herded. You know, we're gathered and they're contained in, in a controlled environment um, so my Marianne why don't you give us a little bit of background on what's going on with the dog park to kind of get people up to speed so um, we really started the dog park at <laughs> at about an acre, but we just found out recently when they went in and grubbed the land, which means they cleared some of the base foliage, that we have 1.75 acres. So we have almost two acres now. Right. So that was big, exciting news. Um, it looks like this fall, we will go in and get some of the decayed trees out and then probably do some seeding of the grass as well. And then in the spring, we'll break ground and Late spring, early summer will break ground. So hopefully we will have a dog park by the end of 2022. Um, so it's one acre, it's going to be a large section for the bigger dogs and then a section for the smaller dogs, double gated entry for safety so mm -hmm. that you know we don't have any rogue dogs roaming through the woods out there. And um, it's gonna have water stations, waste stations, park benches and all those things. And we've been raising funds for a while. So we had some other activities going on and we will also continue after this because we have some we have a yoga event coming up on october 19th get mm -hmm. down with, for your dog with um summer soy barker and studio oxygen and then there's rumors out there that birdfish is also planning something for november but they're also doing their dog calendar with all the proceeds coming back to our rnb for the dog park that's great so why why is this important why is it important not just that we're raising money for the dog park, but why is it important for Columbiana to have a dog park? Well, one, if you go through the park, you'll see that there's a lot of people there with dogs. Um, for older individuals or individuals with disabilities, being able to go in and sit down and engage with other humans who have similar interests of dogs is great. Plus the dogs are getting social engagement and get to meet other dogs and run around free off leash. There is obviously research that shows that putting a dog park into a community is seen as an, 
an additional benefit to the community and raises home value. So for those who, you know, are interested in that, there's that benefit okay. as well. But I mean, we tend to think of it from the dog's perspective, but for owners as well, if, you know, if you're 85 years old and can't get out and walk your dog, you can go back to the trail, sit down in the dog park, get some social engagement with people and let your dog run. And then you're, you know, being a, a great pet owner and having a good time and your dog becomes a little bit of a better canine citizen. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, good canine citizens are important. They are. They are. No, they are. If you have a, a, a not well socially adapted dog it can make it makes it difficult for either having people to your home or if the dog's out and especially right. if the dog would happen to get loose so yeah. having social interaction no i i'm a dog owner i appreciate all those things so i i get it but for those out there who say well i don't own a dog why do i care it's good to have some reasons why it's why it is important right. yeah um but just like we got pickleball courts and not everybody plays pickleball so Correct. it's the same kind of concept right. I mean, I know Sean. I hear that Sean is the pickleball champion of Columbia. Sean was gave the demonstration at the pickleball court. I like pickleball. Yeah. So he does like pickleball. Yeah, I heard anybody that can beat him, he has a thousand dollars cash. <laughs> no. Well, there was a thirty fifth reunion for some of the class of eighty six showed up, and yeah. Sean was not the best player that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's because yeah. Sean's from the class of eighty three. Okay. I'll just let them know that I was born two years before that. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are we ready? <laughs> um, so, for the event, for the Ales for Tales event, what can we expect at the event that day? Scott, can you tell them the 12 breweries, please? Yeah, I can. Um, off the top of my head here. Um, so we got 12 different, uh, Sean has actually the food trucks pulled up right now. Uh, the food trucks, we have Annie Ann's um, pretzel truck, as well as uh, Fry Tannic, and the third one will be Smokeworks um, for the food truck. Uh, our breweries um, include, of course, our local Birdfish Brewing Company. Um, from Boston Town, we have Biker Brew House, uh, Paladin Brewery, a um, Couple uh, born Ohio, we have uh, Bonner Methods Brewing Company coming, um, Double Creature from Youngstown, uh, Lisbon's Numbers Brewery uh, from Minerva, Sandy Springs, uh, Unhitched is from Louisville, and a uh, new one we have coming in uh, was Anion, Anion Brewing, and they're an alliance, they're a new brewing, brewing, uh, brewing company just opened about five, six months ago. Um, a local Bill Will Brewing will be uh, a Columbiana brewery that's uh, opening soon here in Columbiana and Brew Lounge Brew Company which is also located here in Columbiana. Um, that covers kind of breweries and food trucks. We also have some music that day. Uh, Fuzz Aldrin is the band, Fuzz Aldrin Band as well as the Oki Ross Band. So that's kind of our lineup for the day. Um, Vendors. Uh, just to add to that a little bit, we do have five or six vendors that will be appearing. Um, so that, that'll give some folks, you know, some items that they can be looking for. And our vendors are, uh, go ahead. You can do 
that one. Oh, Sean's just passing the microphone back and forth. Judy with Radio Hoop, um, Paws on Main, Salted Smokes, Tracy Wagner, William, how do you say her last name? Wagner? Oh, oh room, Roman? Okay, know. don't listen to Sean. Yeah, don't I don't think he's me. right. Um, Lolly Cocktails. So, um, Paws on Main is from Main Street, so yeah. they're going to come and set up. We can probably expect... Um, them to be selling some of their treats and things like that. So we have everything from, I think, jewelry to dog treats. You can take home to your little poochies. So, and Lolly Cocktail is a new vendor in the area. And she- got some vendors. We've got food. We've got all the brewers from well, sounds like the Tri County area, which is exciting. Um, and then this would be uh, Brian Lama's first event. Is that right? That's With right. Ill Will. Will. Um, he truly is not opening until a week after this event. Uh-huh. I have stopped out and looked at the brewery. The brewery looks beautiful. Uh, it's right there at the old Firestone Estate. Right, right the across farm. the street. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, this will be the first time that his product will be out for anyone to, to sample. Oh, that's great. Well, that's, that's be a good opportunity to uh, for people to try there. Um, try his beer. The dogs are very excited yes. about this. <laughs> They're ready. Yeah. Um, and all these will be the uh, vendors and the different beer vendors that we're having there at the event will all be listed in the show notes just so if anybody's looking or wants to get more information on those, you can uh, check that out in the show notes. Again, I'm here with Sean Zetner and Scott Ribneck from Ales for Tales and Marianne Green from the Columbia Dog Park Committee. Um, so the event's coming up. How We have a little over a week. How do we get tickets? Um, the, the best way to get tickets is go to ComianaCraftBeerFest.com. Okay. Um, you can, you know, as soon as you go on there, it brings up and you can do buy tickets. Um, there are truly wristbands. You don't get a ticket sent to you in the mail or you don't get a magical ticket that's emailed right. to you. Uh, they're $25 in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be 30 the day of the show. If you can buy them earlier, it does help us with, you know, trying to determine how we're going to do the layout. So we, we hope most most folks could buy in advance. All right. Um, is, there a, is there a limit? Are we limiting the number of participants? We definitely are. Um, this is our first year of having this, as we stated earlier. Uh, we can't let this go the wrong way. So we, we definitely have, uh, have limited it to about 1,400 people. Um, so at some time there may not be tickets available. Okay. And if you are around town and you see the yellow flyers, there's actually a QR code on there that I, I won't be able to put onto the show notes, but if you scan that QR code, it will take you to... I can, I can send it to you electronically. Uh, we'll get you <laughs> to the site um, so you can download those uh, get to the site for the tickets um are there, any, is there any others you'd like to thank for today marianne's got something well i just wanted to remind people sure. that this is just part of the overall effort happening in fire carvias firestone recreational park by sure. restoration beautification the park board and um you know all of us on the dog park committee so there's been a lot of changes out at the park and we hope that you know, Sean talked about, we were teasing them about the pickleball, but there's been a lot of changes out in the park recently. So we're encouraging everybody to come to town early 
if you're not from the area, go walk around, shop Main Street, all those good things, go out to the Dutch District and all the different areas and then head out to Firestone Farms for a great night, but be sure to stop by the park at some point. Right. Um, can you, uh, mentioning the park, can you give an update on the, the progress that's going currently going on? Um, we are currently in the process of upgrading the um, girls softball field which is by the sports courts uh -huh. there is a legacy trail going in at the top of the hill across from the swimming pool and that is under construction and there's an amphitheater going on up there i noticed that some of the pavilions are having additional um cement cement report in front for the walkways and happening happened last week and um will probably be finished or close to finish today they widened the area the road that goes back to the walking trail which is where the dog park will be so that we can have cars passing each other and people walking their dogs right. while this is all going on just so everyone knows if you're not familiar where the walking trail is but you know where the high school baseball field is it's back behind the, the baseball field so yeah. that's where Marianne is referring to yeah, yeah so that's where the dog park will be so if you go by between the baseball field and the park offices right. you'll go straight back there's a parking lot back there and you'll see the walking trail it's dead in front of you back there and you'll see the land has already started to be cleared right and that's that's uh fantastic and yeah when i drive by the park and i see the uh up there on the, the top of the hill the where the amp yeah that they're working on and you see the pillars going up and and all that it's it's neat to see uh, the, the park's going to be really brought brought up like 75 years or better, or better. For, right. from where it was when when this whole thing got started with r&b and um the, that, that committee there and it's going to be really neat when the the finished product is is Put out there well, yeah and i think you know part of the dog park fitting into all of this is the fact that they've already added sidewalks around the park and made it made it more accessible this just is an extension of that accessibility and it's really what harvey firestone's vision was you know a place for the community to gather free of charge to enjoy right. the settings that we have here yeah and if you look at what was done on mirror lake i mean that's what you're going to see throughout the park now i mean they've done it R&B has done an incredible job of, of bringing our park into the 20th century. Yeah. 21st century for that matter. Right, yeah. Um, so we're, we're, I know obviously we're raising money for the, the dog park, but how far towards the goal or how close to the goal are you? Do you know? Um, well, due to the expansion of the park and increased um, construction costs we're we're reassessing all of that right now so that's that'll be rolled out but we're over we're close to we're almost exactly at 75,000 so we're getting there but we don't want people to um, not continue to support the efforts because we don't know what those costs are going to be now that COVID hit and caused everything to double or triple. Sure. I think what they were talking there's a 20 to 30 percent increase in most products now right so that's going to be interesting but we're we're continuing our efforts and you know like Sean said next year the funds raised from this event will go to some other aspect of the park so that we can continue to make sure it's a world-class park here in Columbiana yeah 
as as I said earlier, every year that I'm I'm old, I'm 56 years old, but I figure I can do this for the next 20 years, and you know every so year we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll be giving back to that park. I mean, we grew up in that park. We've had a you know just a ton of great times in that park. So our goal is to always um, whatever we make for our coming in a craft beer fest will be going to the park in some manner right and that's fantastic and i think that with an event like this that you'll be able to expand the event and make it better year after year after year um and then also not for those out there that may be wondering um the craft beer fest is not the only group that gives back joy christmas gives back a percentage of their proceeds to go back into doing upgrades and capital improvements to the park. Um, obviously, most people know Pat Tingle has been a pioneer in getting this whole thing started with R&B. So um, the good news is this is being funded privately, not by the taxpayer's uh, dollar. It's all been money raised, money donated and given to give to the park. So. If you're out there wondering, oh, should I give, shouldn't I give, should I go to this event, shouldn't I go to that event, just know that we're, we're doing all this to improve something without it costing the taxpayers anything, and that's really what makes it even more special, in my right. opinion. It is truly a community park, so the more people get engaged, I mean, we, most of us grew up here, or you've done something in that park that has a, had a significant impact on you. You graduated there, you went to a football game, you played pickleball, you, you know, um, walk the trail, whatever that is. So it is, yeah, gone to the pool. I mean, people come from all over to go, go right. to this park. It is a good way for you to show how much you care about the community, whether it's donating directly to restoration and beautification or to the dog park. And this is just one of the exciting, fun ways that you can do that. You can right. come out, have beers with your friends, and know that you're giving back. Yeah, and, and everyone loves beers. Absolutely. Everyone. Everyone. For Sean. Yes. For Sean. Here. And if Sean told you, you know it's true. That's, That's right. correct. He's Mr. Like, Columbiana. He's like the Simon Says of Columbiana. <laughs> there you go. Well put. Um, is there anybody, any groups, people that you would like to thank? Um, um, definitely R&B. You know, they've, they've helped us get, you know, the 501c3. We've, we have our sponsors. We really have... Uh, um, Tom Makel has been outstanding from, from Firestone Farms. Chris at Sittler, the printer, uh, they've been over backwards for us. Uh, we also have our, our sponsors. We have Angel Care Medical. We have Edward Jones right here on the square, or circle, depending on where you're from. Uh, Graft Electric, Iron City Wood Products, SSB Accounting, Sheely's Furniture, uh, Blackwood, uh, Dog Food, Bose Pet Shop, Bubble Tech, uh, and iSynergy. Those are our ones that have, have you know donated to get this thing going to kind of help us out um, to get you know give us some monies to get going. Right, that's that's fantastic, and um, I want to put. Scott on there, but Scott, you want to add anything? Uh, oh, we're hoping everybody come out and uh, support the events. Uh, it's a great uh, community we live in here, and uh, it's 
Columbia uh, Firestone Park as a whole is a great asset to the community. And um, come out and enjoy the events, uh, raise money for the, for the park. Marianne, got anything else? Well, should the football game, the Ohio State game, run long? Should it? It's supposed to be at noon that day. Should it go till four on some strange, bizarre occasion? It will be on one of the two large screens. I've been asked to promote that and let you all know that. So you don't have to miss Beer Fest to watch the tail end of the game. Right, and that will be Maryland. Maryland, yeah. Yes. Which Maryland's looking to be—it's going to be a good game, um, possibly. Yeah. So good news. Pre-game at home. Get ready for the Ales uh, for Tails, and you know at halftime, just go out at halftime. There you and go. Just, you'll already be out there. You'll be ready to go when it starts at four. You can watch the second half of the game because I already know that game. That game will be on regardless if it runs late or not. Um, so yeah, just. You know, at halftime, just head out there, get your tickets ahead of time, and be ready to go. Go, go visit the shops out there. Yeah, visit go. the shop go owners. Visit yeah, <laughs> yeah, they could. They always want more out there. Want more people. More people, the better. Yeah, That's right. Um, I'm good. Yeah, you know, everyone's good. Well, I look forward to them having a successful event. Unfortunately, I'm probably going to be tied up with something with our son and i will not be able to go unfortunately it is it does sound like a wonderful event i've been to events like this in the past um and i know every time i've gone it's been a it's been a really good time i don't remember did you say how many do they get so many tickets yeah that yeah we're only selling like 14 no like when you wristband with the wristband oh they get 12 tape you get 12 tastings which are five ounce tastings per Per wristband, which are twenty five dollars, and you get you get twenty five advance, and then you also get to keep a commemorative glass. And if, if for no other reason, you got to get the glass. That's right. Yeah, a little piece of history. That's right. Um, all those th- those will be details will be in the show notes for everybody. Uh, I'd like to thank Sean Zetner and Scott Rivneck from Elsewhere Tales, Marion Green from the Clemian Dog Park Committee uh, for taking some time to hang out and talk about the uh, Columbia Craft Beer Fest and that's putting on the first inaugural event which is for er, which is Ales for Tales which is to promote the dog park and help raise money for that um, we hope to see everybody out there uh, on Saturday October 9th 4 to 8 at Firestone Farms be there and uh, we look forward to seeing you and as always Columbiana stay classy podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, and iHeartMusic, or online at www.columbianahottalk.com. You can email us at jacob at columbianahottalk.com. Remember, columbianahottalk.com.